Hi, I'm Mike Reynolds, a senior reporter covering the media industry with S&P Global Market Intelligence, tech, media, and telecom news team. Welcome to Media Talk, the podcast hosted by S&P Global, wherein the news and research staffs explore issues in the ever-evolving media landscape. Today, we're going to talk about the world of sports betting. Going back to May of 2018, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned a ruling that had limited the practice to Nevada. Now, some 30 states are offering sports betting in some form, and others have enacted legislation that will allow it. To discuss this burgeoning ecosystem, we're lucky to be joined by Johnny Aitken, who is CEO of PointsBet USA. PointsBet USA offers mobile wagering in 10 states, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and last but not least, Virginia. The company is also the official sports betting partner for NBC Sports. Welcome, Johnny. Thanks so much, Mark. It's great to be on the show. Johnny is from Melbourne, which I've heard him say is the sports capital of the world. Some others like myself still think it's the Bronx, home to our beloved New York Yankees. We don't have any translators on staff here at Media Talk, but we're going to endeavor to get our listeners through our Australian and New York accents. Right, Johnny? That's it. I've I've been living now, Mark, in in the states for four or five years. So hopefully the uh, the really thick Australian part of my accent is somewhat tempered off, and I'm starting to sound like a true blood American. <laughs> there we go. All right. So to begin, we're coming up on the four year anniversary of the Supreme Court ruling that opened the door to states being able to offer legalized sports betting. Johnny, can you give us a sense of how many consumers are engaged this way and the size of the marketplace? Yeah, the size of the marketplace is ever growing. Um, you know the the first thing that's really uh, th- sort of throttling that up is the amount of spend that's going into the marketplace. Operators like PointsBet, FanDuel, DraftKings, a quantum of marketing dollars that are being invested across above the line and below the line marketing channels has really turned, um, I, I think, the sports betting space from being somewhat uh, taboo and, and a little bit hidden or offshored, say, prior to 2018 to very much being um, a mainstream entertainment uh, platform for people to engage with and get that extra um, incentive or sort of motivation to watch a sporting event. You know, some of the numbers that we look at here, you know, in 2021, you know, um, it's sort of been reported that um, sports sports are betting uh, grew to around $58 billion in handle. That's money's wagered. And from that $58 billion in money's wagered, there was about four, $4.3 billion in sort of revenue um, achieved by the operators. Um, you know, some other stats um, around... We see that 18% of US adults aged 21 or older um, said in a December 2021 report that they bet on sports. That's up, you know, from uh, sort of 10% uh, the year prior, so about an 80% increase year on year. Um, and 11 states in 2021 legalized uh, a form of wagering, either online or sort of retail sports or casino uh, wagering. So the industry is obviously very fast growing. We're, we're in the biggest market to ever, ever open up in a legal fashion, obviously that that played a huge role in why I decided to uh, to move with my family uh, from Australia and the US to set up PointsBet US and and embark on this amazing frontier uh, to help our business be a top tier operator and stand out for excellence in technology and in, and in play sports betting. So your company sees the opportunity, and uh, we're already already seeing good growth. Uh, how much bigger, if we look out to twenty twenty five or twenty thirty, is there some estimates that you guys are guiding your business toward? Yeah, you know, in terms of 2025, if I was to play the role of Nostradamus, you know, I could very much foresee big markets like California and Texas legalizing online sports betting. 
there is cert- there is certainly momentum in both states uh, to uh, see that come to pass. The population centres in both those states dwarf my my home country, um, Australia. So they are they are two examples of states to come. I think there'll be more proliferation of online casino legislation amongst states as they look to continually get uh, revenues driving in from on from online sort of wagering channels. And so you know where you know we're here sort of predicting by two thousand and twenty five that you know the the revenue opportunity being 4.3 billion in 2021 could grow to as high as 37 billion by 2025 as equally we see the continued maturation of existing states, leagues continuing to open up the doors for sports betting operators to do direct deals with them, integrate into their broadcasts, unlock their immense databases. Again, there's extreme growth ahead in this category. So early innings, huh? Anyway, I wanted to ask, I'm assuming the Super Bowl is the most bet upon sporting event in the U.S. Uh, we just finished the NCAA March Madness College Basketball Tournament, and the Masters is also in the books. Uh, how did uh, Points Bet USA uh, fare with those events as opposed to recent years? It was an amazing Super Bowl. It wasn't an amazing Super Bowl, Mike, from a uh, profit and loss perspective. We actually took some uh, some very large bets um, throughout the season on, on on the outright Super Bowl winner market for the LA Rams, and then. On game day, the same thing. For us, it was sort of one-way traffic on the LA Rams. We didn't get a okay. lot of activity on on the Bengals. So posted a trading loss, but you know that that's sort of secondary somewhat to the experience that we generated for our customers. We had the most markets available to bet on in the world for the Super Bowl on both the pregame offering, so ha- having a bet before the game starts, and then in-game as well, we had the most markets to bet, to bet on in the world. We, we supported that, you know, with some amazing first-of-its-kind uh, integrations into Football Night in America. The pregame Super Bowl show uh, for the Super Bowl this year was hosted on NBC. And we had two segments where points bet odds, points bet talent, and points bet call to actions were integrated directly in, in, into the pregame show. So it very much put our brand on, on uh, the spotlight. And, uh, you know, we had a really successful Super Bowl from a technology perspective, maybe not so much from a bookmaking perspective. But again, I'm sure, uh, you know, we'll get some of that money back over the coming months and, and, you know, at the next Super Bowl. I got you. I got you. We're in the NBA playoffs now. Uh, How big of an opportunity is that for uh, the sports betting community? NBA is a a very appealing sport to bet on. It's a, you know, it's a top four um, sport for us that we offer here in the U.S., um, to backtrack a little bit, uh, you may not know this, but in Australia, NBA is the most popular sport uh, to bet on and and to watch. You know, outside of the US, Australia is the biggest opportunity for the NBA in terms of league pass and uh, their sort of merchandise stores. So Australians are fascinated with with NBA in, in uh, particular, and so for points bet, a that's a unique advantage in that I speak with an Australian accent. You know, I grew up uh, being obsessed with NBA. Had a sort of Patrick Ewing uh, 33 jersey presented to me as a seven-year-old kid and <laughs> have never looked back ever since. And so bringing that knowledge around NBA and U.S. sports to the U.S. for points bet has been really pivotal to our current success and, and again, ongoing success. And for us here in the U.S., the NBA playoffs obviously are a big opportunity. You know, firstly, we've got a big partnership with NBC. We're sort of taking a lot of action on on NBA and it really helps us to keep a customer active post March Madness. 
I gotcha. All right. You'd mentioned your technology. Unlike some of your competitors who license uh, their tech, you guys own your own and have your own tech stack. What kind of advantage does that give you in the marketplace, Johnny? This is our right to win and and you know this is our our competitive advantage that you know we've not only built but you know we can sustain. You know when we created this business, we created it through our learnings of working in very mature sports betting and sort of racing businesses and understanding the strengths and weaknesses of those businesses and how if we harness the strengths, we could build a business uh, that would be extremely successful in in any market that you know we desire to launch in and it, it really starts and end with technology you know like any any industry at a point in time the best the best product simply wins and if you don't own your own technology and for instance you are wedded to third-party solutions to build points of difference amazing sort of user features uh, a seamless frictionless sign up experience deposit experience you're going to be behind the eight ball and, and so our founders you know were very um, smart and, and uh, deliberate in ensuring then points about launch back in Australia in 2017 that we launched on proprietary technology. It's our own source code. What that means in simplistic terms is the future's in our hands when it comes to building our, our app experience, our product features and how we determine and choose to differentiate that experience. So, um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a huge part of our journey to date and it's only going to continue to be a bigger part as the American consumer moves away from probably just seeking the brands that they've known and the most promotional dollars to starting to understand, hey, I want an app that's fast, it's easy, it gives me something different. It's got every market that I could ever want to bet on. And especially for in-play sports, it has that stability of experience where the markets are up for the longest period and the bets uh, the fastest place to place a bet and get that accepted. So we're really excited about what's to come. And in many respects, PointsBet is a tech a technology business that is pointed deliberately at the sports betting opportunity here in North America. Is there some more layman's examples of some of the technology you've brought to bear and, you know, allows me to, uh, you know, bet in a certain way on football or basketball or baseball as the case may be? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you two examples. The first one, and hence our, our uh, brand name and business name, PointsBet, is a product feature called points betting. Um, you know, in a normal fixed odds bet, I'll, I'll use the Celtics playing the Nets. You know, if the Celtics are minus four and a half and they win by five or win by 10 or win by 20, with a fixed odds bet, as long as they win by five or more, you typically double your money, you know. Right. And so the amount they beat the spread is somewhat um, um, irrelevant. With a points betting bet, in that same example, if you had $10 a point on Boston minus four and a half and they win by 10 and beat the spread by five and a half, you will win five and a half times 10. So you'll win $55. I gotcha. If they absolutely blow out the nets and win by 20 and beat the spread by 15 and a half, you'll win 15.5 times 10. So $155. And it's the same on the inverse. So it's it's a product where every point and every moment matters. Even if the game's a blowout, you're either cheering for more points to grow, grow your winnings or, or points in sort of junk time to reduce your losses. It's a very sort of leveraged way to bet. And we've seen great success with that product, particularly when we launched in New York. Uh, we've seen that product have 5x the usage than we've seen in other uh, states that we're live in. And I, I can probably draw some inference to that is that New York obviously is a place where there are a lot of financial traders that it's not <laughs> just about being right. It's about being really right and backing in uh, your opinion and, and betting in a way where you do have that leveraged outcome. It's not an absolute fixed outcome. So. We've had great success with that product and that product is completely 
distinct and unique to PointsBet and build upon our our proprietary technology. So that's that's one example uh, example where we have a completely unique point of difference product. And then and then the other is our sort of re- by rewards program. We you know my time prior to PointsBet was working for a company called sort of William Hill, William Hill, who you may know here here in the US were recently sold to Caesars Entertainment, but you know in the 2000s and 2010s were, were really one of the top two or three biggest book betting companies in the world. And whilst they're an amazing betting company with an amazing history in their brand, they had um, troubles with their technology. You know, they had issues where they were wedded to uh, third party technologies. And so, you know, my time in Australia, we, we I wanted to build a very simplistic rewards program or platform for the business. And so when customers bet with William Hill at the time, they would be rewarded with every bet. You know, that project took well over a year to two years to actually go from thinking of to iterating upon to building and delivering and having that in the hands of our customers. When I started a points bet and I walked into a business that owned its own technology built on modern source code, I asked that same project to be built and it, and it took two to three weeks, not wow. to three okay. months. So, you know, the speed of execution, the ability to tap into customer needs, customer wants, you know, trending market, um, insights, the speed that you, that you can move with your own uh, technology is very significant. And that's, again, been a huge part of our success and growth to date. I gotcha. Um, so I think in general, when most people think of betting sports, they're talking about, you know, they're taking or giving the points on a particular team or they're betting the over or the under on a combined uh, team's uh, points level. But the market's already moving toward micro betting on specific in-game occurrences. Is that right? Yeah. So... We are call that sort of lightning bets here at PointsBet. And by lightning bets, I mean having a bet on an outcome that is known and resulted within five minutes. So I think the greatest example is the sport of baseball. Um, I'm a big baseball fan. My office, I can look at now and see Coors Field where the Rockies are playing the Phillies today. Nice. Baseball in saying that has some uh, endemic problems. It has an aging audience. Um, you know, the way the modern world exists is that attention spans are getting less and less and less and so the patience to sit down and engage with a baseball game over nine innings over three plus hours that's a real challenge for the MLB and it's a challenge for us as a sports betting operator and so we really thought about sports that we could inject some more excitement and these micro or lightning bet opportunities into and baseball is an amazing one where we offer every at bat will the batter get on first base second base hit a home run get struck out. And so you're taking, you know, a long uh, sort of one game bet potentially to giving customers the opportunity, whether at the ballpark and they get to the game late or they turn on the broadcast, giving them a pretty, a pretty simplistic opportunity to get involved and have some fun and, and have bets where they're betting every at bat or every at pitch. And so those bets um, are still very much in their sort of infancy across the industry, but it's something that we'll be leaning in very heavily to. I think over the next one or two years, you'll start to see some of those bets be introduced on on main main broadcasts. And I think if we were sitting here in three years' time, um, they'll they'll be as sort of popular and have sort of handle levels akin to what you know the core sort of markets that the money line and the sort of run line have. So again, it's an incredibly exciting part of the industry, and again, it's going to be an incredibly fruitful part of the industry that. Um, it's going to benefit the MLB because it's going to introduce a younger audience that's engaging uh, with their product in a different way. 
So as you mentioned, there's, you know, obviously there's, you know, however many 300 or more pitches a game. Uh, I'm thinking golf and tennis. There's many, a lot of action. There's plenty of possessions with the 24 second clock in the NBA. Are those the sports that perhaps lend themselves most, Johnny, to uh, lightning offers? Yeah, I think, you know, we've obviously built out a, a blueprint of, of injecting lightning bets into any sport that you can imagine. Tennis, next point, table tennis, next game. Um, and NHL will will a power play a result in a goal or a kill. But I think the sports where it's really going to truly sort of revolutionize the engagement in the sport and the viewer audience is firstly baseball. And then the second one that you mentioned is is golf. You know, there there is an ability through the data to provide markets where you could bet on the longest drive every hole uh, with the group. You could bet on the over-under drive distance for Bryson DeChambeau every hole. Um, you could bet on nearest the pin. You could bet on putt, putt to be made, yes, no. You know, you see these things already on the broadcast. You see on uh, the Golf Channel and on CBS, you know, the percentage probability of a putt of a putt to be made. Well, at the end of the day, a percentage is an odd. And so um, I can certainly see golf like baseball being sort of revolutionized around these lightning bets where people are playing hole to hole. They're following their favorite player and they feel they have an edge either positive or negative as to what's going to happen on 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 the next hole with their next drive on the next putt. So we're very invested in that. And through our partnership with NBC, you know, we have a huge deal with the Golf Channel, with the PGA Tour. We also signed a deal with, with Troon Golf, which is the largest company to manage golf courses in the world. So we're, we're certainly all in on golf. And, and uh, within that, we're very much all in on sort of revolutionizing the way people bet on golf with these lightning bets. Okay. So – we you talk a little bit about NBC in various capacities. Let's focus in a little bit more. Uh, you guys, uh, I guess in 2020, you signed a five-year pact that made uh, PointsBet the official sports betting company of NBC Sports. It's a commitment to spend almost $400 million in uh, marketing, mainly on the RSNs, I believe. And as part of the deal, NBC uh, purchased, I think, a, a close to a 5% stake in your parent company, PointsBet Holdings uh, Limited, uh, and they can buy up to 25% over the course of the deal. Has there been any movement on the investment front, Johnny? Um, you know, we've established a great working sort of relationship with NBC. We're still very much in uh, the infancy of that that deal. You know, we're sort of a year and a half in, and um, it's continued to move along, uh, you know, with great sort of momentum. I think inside NBC, when we did the deal, there was still an element, say, of trepidation as to how far they wanted to integrate betting into their broadcast, betting into their channels, betting into Peacock, betting into Comcast, so on and so forth. And right. you know, I think I think the coins flipped now. I think when people think about sports broadcasts and and watching media and then betting, they aren't they aren't two delinear uh, things. You know, they're very much one. So you know, we've been very happy with the ongoing sort of relationship with NBC and as. You know, you mentioned over the course of the deal, they do have the opportunity uh, to acquire up to 25% um, you know, percent of the company. And, you know, we'll see how, I guess, the future pans out in sort of relation to that. All right. So you guys have worked with them on their NBC Sports Predictor, which is kind of a free gaming app uh, where uh, users, players can win prizes around, predictions around NFL, NASCAR, Premier League Soccer, I think other sports. Uh, last month, you worked a BetCast uh, with the NBC Sports Regional Networks in Philly and Chicago between the games involving the Bulls and the 76ers. Uh, can you talk about that experience? Yeah, the BetCast is super cool. So again, it's it's really a trial. You know, we're using uh, the alternate channel, for instance, on NBC Chicago to 
really present a game in a completely different manner that's very betting-centric and orientated. The commentary is related um, to certain player prop and team bets and parlay bets. Um, you know, we sort of recently ran one of the games between, I believe, the Bulls and the Washington uh, Wizards. Actually, sorry, I should say the 76ers. And, right. um, you know, on that game alone, we saw an increase of uh, 40% more more our betters than normal place a bet on that game. 40% more bets. We took 20% more in handle. Within that, we had a hundred percent increase with betters placing bets in play because they're watching a betting in-game broadcast and then being drawn back to the product to place in-game wages. And so, yeah, it was a very successful test, and we're continuing to do these bet casts to continue to test. Firstly, you know the way to the way to present betting, um, you know, on a on a broadcast, what what works, what doesn't, what's what's engaging, what's um, you know what's appealing for a person to know and consume, and how does that then uh, spur them to place, you know, bets in play or, or sort of bets on on the next game. And we're also using, obviously, as a testing ground at a point in time, hopefully, where we can start to integrate some of these features again onto the main broadcast where there's obviously uh, the main audience. So, so far, so good. Uh, you know, we'll be um, hopefully looking to take those experiences equally from NBA into uh, MLB, NHL, and touch wood at some point, uh, NFL over the coming years as well. You've already alluded to it. You guys have uh, some of your information, odds, and data have been in, involved or been incorporated uh, into the uh, you know football night in America, the NFL Sunday night uh, pregame show, and the Super Bowl. Have you seen similar kinds of in- upticks in terms of uh, uh, people placing bets, more action as uh, that data comes across on the uh, the NFL telecast or pregame show? Yeah, no doubt. You know, one of the core values of our business, Mike, is again not again, authenticity, where we're a business that owns its own technology. We're doing all of our own sports trading. By that, I mean, we're, we're creating all of our own markets. We're pricing those markets, which again is sort of probability. And American odd is the same as a percentage chance of something to happen. And we're booking action against those markets. So our ability to integrate that data, that betting odds data and betting content as an, in an exclusive fashion into NBA betcasts, into NFL pregame shows, Firstly, it, it really shows what, what PointsBet stand, stands out for as being an authentic operator that really was built built by sports bettors for sports bettors. And there's not a lot of our, our competition that can claim to be the same either because they come from casino resort um, origins or, again, their DFS businesses that have uh, migrated into being online sports betting businesses. So firstly, it's great to get one of our core values, um, you know, put out both in regional and then sort of national broadcast. And secondly, because we're, you know, integrating these data points and stats that are really interesting and contextual and add to the storytelling, either pre-game or in play, we are seeing then a correlation of people coming back to points, but either to download the app, sign up and place their first bet or place their next bet on, on a, a lightning bet or an in-game, same-game parlay. So again, you know, we'll be working very closely with our partners, NBC, and our official sports uh, league partners, the NFL, MLB, NHL, and NBA on ways we can continue to extend that, but do that always under the lens of increasing the storytelling and increasing the value of watching um, a game. For us, it's not just about putting our brand ads on 30 times during a game. We want to add to the quality of watching a game and make it more fun and more engaging to watch. And hopefully the the fan watches it until the very end. And through various means, you know, we have a huge role uh, to play in that. I gotcha. Um, you guys, Points Bet USA was one of uh, seven companies that were able to advertise on NFL telecasts themselves last season. Um, 
How did that go? Uh, what was your experience with that? And do you plan on uh, being back with them? Yeah, listen, first, I think that's a huge sign of, of the trust and credibility that, you know, we've been able to create for this company in, in short order since coming across from Australia in 2018. You know, we don't own casinos and resorts. We haven't been a DFS brand here for 10 plus years. And so in short order, not only have we had to build a brand to be trustworthy and credible for customers to trust us to sign up and, and, and place bets with us, but we've had to build that trust in, on a corporate level to get people to um, be, be convinced to trust us to run their sports betting opportunity for them in a certain state. And then for leagues to have the trust that if points bets, their official authorized partner, you know, we're not going to embarrass those leagues. And so the NFL in a particular were very scrupulous about companies that they would and wouldn't do sort of business with. And, and I guess denote them authorized partner status. And again, we were very um, happy and, and, and pleased to execute a deal with them last year where we became one of only seven operators that was an authorized partner of the NFL. And what that unlocked outside of access to official data, which uh, fuels our in-play in betting experience, it allowed us then to go and integrate into Football Night in America uh, with NBC on, on the pregame show. It allowed us to go and buy at advertising spots at a regional level um, in and around um, NFL games. So, you know, we, we very much have enjoyed our sort of relationship to date with the NFL and we look forward to that continuing. You know, the NFL is the number one sport when it comes to handle per game, customers per game. And so, you know, it's not really a choice if you want to be in and around NFL games. If you want to be a big operator, you you must simply have to be. And so um, having that NFL partnership, uh, you know, was really important. We then combined that and paired that with a partnership with Drew Brees, um, who's also um, a feature talent now within the NBC football universe, firstly on the Notre Dame broadcast on a Saturday and then on Sunday covering uh, the Sunday Night Football broadcast. So very happy equally to have uh, Drew in our camp and, and again, look forward to what's ahead for season 2022-23. I guess sports betting uh, has been a boom to the sports media advertising marketplace for sure. Uh, but some consumers are eh, maybe bemoaning a bit that there are too many of these ads. Uh, there's also some reports that it may be tough to uh, for some of the operators to turn a profit when they're offering such a, you know generous introductory offers. Uh, you know, in the vein of you know DraftKings says, well, let's make it rain. Uh, you know, your comments on that direction, Johnny? Yeah, I've I've had the uh, I guess somewhat benefit of walking this journey twice, both sort of walking it in Australia when, when the Australian market opened up online for online racing and sports betting. And, and then the same, you know, my time at sort of William Hill observing uh, the trends that were occurring in Europe. Listen, there is no doubt that um, at times the way other operators are marketing is to sort of saturation. And a lot of that is directly deliberate. You know, they're trying to suffocate um, other operators um, consolidate, you know, their brand, their brand awareness, their sort of market share, and and really bleed out other other companies and operators, and and in some respects maybe fast forward advertising sort of restrictions um, to ensure that operators can't saturate um, a broadcast with um, ad spots. Um, for us, you know, again, you know, we've sort of lived through that. So we're 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 going to behave in a points bet sort of responsible way, not a not a other sort of uh, other other operator sort of gus sort of suffocate the pack way. And really, where we like the opportunities is like I I mentioned earlier, is to integrate directly inside the broadcast where we're bringing value to the viewer, where 
bringing data, we're bringing stats, and we're attaching those data and stats to potentially a betting outcome that they can choose or not to engage with. You know, we think doing that is the more responsible, authentic, and truly memorable way to be integrated and and to grow our brand and to stand for something. And so that's that's the way that we're sort of choosing uh, to grow. But there is no doubt, you know, the the spend and the satural the saturation of advertising um, is at a very high peak and, and you know, I would strictly dub that as sort of irrational. And so whether equally operators um, around points that can continue at those spend levels, you know, I think that's going to be challenging if they want to start turning profit. And then around the introductory offers or the sign-up offers that are being bandied around, you know, I think um, in many respects if there was a um, sort of museum for online sports betting in 20 years <laughs> – some of these offers now would, would go into that sort of museum for prosperity uh, because I can tell you now in three to four years, you know, customers will not be getting uh, $1,000 risk-free to sign up to a sports sports book. But obviously there's a huge intensity at the moment to grab, to grab market share, to grab sort of customer attention, to grab people away from other operators and get them to try your platform. And so, um, you know, there's a huge war um, around customer acquisition and people are leaning in very heavily to promotions. You know, for us at PointsBet, owning our own technology, whilst we have competed aggressively at times around promotions to grow our audience and to grow our brand, equally, we want to lean more into product. And and as corny as it sounds, we want our product to do the talking for itself. And so if people want to bet on in-play and have the absolute best experience second none on an in-play, they're going to choose PointsBet. They're not going to choose PointsBet because we have the best sign-up offer or we're running 20 ad spots during an NFL game. They're going to choose us because they know we have extreme excellence in technology in in-play sports betting experience, and that's what they're going to choose more and more as opposed to these sort of um, quite sort of a, uh, aggressive sort of generosities. Um, we'll get into the end here. Um, there has been a report that Apollo Global Management has held some preliminary talks with Point Bet, with Points Bet, and some of the other sports betting operators to uh, maybe merge assets with uh, Yahoo Sports. Uh, any uh, any comment about that, Johnny? I I won't be able to to uh, comment on that specifically. Uh, listen, I guess what I can comment on is that we're an industry that um, there's always opportunities and and things being considered. You 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 only have to look to the last 10, 20 years in the Australian and the European gaming markets and the amount of consolidation that's taken place there. So you know the landscape will continue to evolve. There's conversations happening. Ongoingly, but no, I can't. I can't provide specific comment on that one, unfortunately. Understood. Um, you'd mentioned California and Texas before that you expect in a few years that uh, uh, they will be in the sports betting game. Uh, practice, I think, is legal in Ohio and Florida, but really hasn't come into play yet. Uh, can you give us any quick lay of the land as to what's next, legislation-wise? Yeah, so I, I might focus on California and Texas, and then and then at the end just give uh, some comment on Ohio and Florida. I think California is obviously the most popular state of of the country. It's probably the one equally that has the most uh, fractured interests. In that, you know, you've got large tribal casinos there that have a specific interest in how maybe expanded sort of legislation of of gaming and sort of online sort of wagering will play out. You then have the card rooms in California. You then have the sports teams, you don't have the politicians. Everyone sort of wants something different, which which at times can make it challenging to get something done. You need people aligned and parties aligned to get sort of legislation through and, and get, you know, sort of online sports betting and potentially online casino live and sort of legislated. So, you know, there is a huge amount of effort ongoing in the state of California, given the size of the pie there. 
Um, it's very hard for me to predict uh, explicitly when that market would go live, but I think, you know, it uh, would be more likely than not that the market would be live in, say, the next sort of three to four years around that sort of 2025 timeframe that we discussed earlier. Texas is similar. I think Texas, maybe there's a little bit more um, op- uh, optimism in that um, the sports teams in Texas are very aligned um, to uh, forwarding um, the sort of legalization of of online sports betting, you know, we are partnered um, exclusively with one of those sporting teams being Austin FC. And so if there is an outcome in the near term or sort of medium or longer term where Texas passes sports betting sort of legislation, sports sports betting teams as part of that, that legislation are cut into the sports betting bill. You know, we, we have our access point through Austin FC, which we're very excited about. I think it's the most exciting MLS team in in the entire competition and being one of one in a city like Austin, um, it's a huge opportunity for us and our brand to be part of that space. Um, Florida is very interesting in that um, you know there is there is a compact that, that's believed to be held with the Seminole um, tribe and and they believe that they have uh, the right to run a monopoly in Florida and then that market started with them running a monopoly and then was closed down. You know I, I'm not as optimistic about points bet being in Florida in say at least the next one to two years, but Obviously, we're continuing to eye our sort of strategy sort of nonetheless as to what will play out there. And then Ohio, I think Ohio is now not a matter of if, but but when. You know, again, we're, we're sort of touchwood subject to uh, getting sort of licensure and, and being authorised to launch, eyeing off a um, December, sort of January 2023 uh, launch in Ohio. So um, I, I'm, again, of the four states mentioned there, Ohio is the one that that provides somewhat immediacy and that I think it's very likely that points better and other operators will be taking their first bets there in the next nine to 12 months. I gotcha. Uh, so as I mentioned in the intro, you're currently in 10 states, uh, Ohio notwithstanding. Uh, where are you going next? Um, you know, there's there's uh, many states ahead for us. Firstly, we just launched uh, in the province of Ontario. Um, okay. So whilst again, uh, we're live now in 10 states of the US, we're also live in the first province of Canada being Ontario. So really excited about that. Uh, what's ahead in terms of new uh, launches? You know, we're looking at markets like Louisiana, um, Arizona. Uh, we also have markets where we can be on, on the starting line day one, which is an incredible appeal to us to to not play a game where we're trying to take clients away from the likes of DraftKings or FanDuel. You know, they're deciding and betting with points, but as their first betting account, we think that that drives a huge opportunity to get increased revenues at a customer level. And so markets like Maryland, um, Kansas, Ohio that I just mentioned, and Massachusetts potentially uh, present those opportunities. So um, there, there's sort of a lot of states to come whilst 10's an amazing achievement. You know, I'm hoping in, uh, in in a year or two's time to be sitting here with sort of double that in terms of the amount of states that PointsBet's live in here in the USA. All right, finally, uh, Devin Booker hurt his hamstring against the New Orleans Pelicans. But if I were a betting man, Johnny, uh, I could still go to the PointsBet USA app, get a parlay down that says Phoenix wins the NBA Finals, Chris Paul leads the uh, leads the series in assists, and Booker is the MVP of the Finals? Yeah, Mike. So, again, this is the, the beauty of owning your own technology and doing your own internal sports uh, bookmaking. So you can very much create that bet. And even if you wanted to get even a little bit more exotic and have – Phoenix, Phoenix to win the NBA title. Chris Paul leads a series and assists. Devin Booker will be named the finals MVP. And the Yankees uh, to win this year's <laughs> World Series. Even if you can't create that on the app, we have a feature called Name a Bet where you can write 
the specific bet that you would like priced. Our odds makers will do that, and in in a matter of minutes, that 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 specific bet that you've are requested of us is up on our site to bet on. So uh, uh, make sure to do that. I, I'm I'm not as confident as you on on the prospects of the Suns. Um, I'm going to watch the Warriors firsthand tomorrow night. I think uh, with Steph Curry back, Clay Thompson now in form, uh, I think the Warriors are going to take out this year's NBA title. All right, we'll see. Well, that's our uh, latest installment of Media Talk, and I wanted to thank our guest, uh, PointsBet USA CEO Johnny Akins, for taking time to bring us up to speed on the action at his company and in the market overall. I've enjoyed it, Mike. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks to all of you for listening to Media Talk. Until next time, this is Mike Reynolds, uh, winning wages for you and yours, and please stay safe. Mm-hmm.